$250,000. Broadcasting live. Here in downtown Seattle. On Seattle's original diehard sports station. Sports Radio 950 KJR. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Terry Blunt in today for Jason Puckett, who's on vacation for July 4th week. Remember, next week he starts his new show with former Seahawks defensive end Cliff Averill. It's going to be great. We've all been looking forward to that. Cliff is a super guy. He's going to do a great job on the show, and I know they'll have a fantastic show together. We're all looking forward to it, but I'm in this week in a little transition period until that show starts on Monday. Uh, right now, we're going to uh, have a little segment to talk a little NBA, talk LeBron, talk about maybe a future for the Seattle Supersonics that we all hope will happen sooner rather than later. And we're going to bring in uh, P.J. Carlesimo to talk to us about that. As most of you know, he was the coach the last year the Sonics were here before they were moved to Oklahoma City. He's one of the great uh, thought process guys in all of basketball uh, he really knows the game better than almost anybody around. So, and he also lives here, which is really cool. So, joining us now, PJ Carlesimo. PJ, thanks so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. No problem, Terry. Good to be with you. Listen, is this the way you saw this going down all along with LeBron going to the Lakers? And uh, I know there was so much speculation about it. Will he stay in Cleveland? Would he go to Houston? Would he go to Philadelphia? And I kind of thought all along this is where it was headed. Where did you see it going? Well, I I wasn't sure. You know, I I bail out all the time, Terry. I leave it up to Woj and the insiders to figure out stuff in advance. And I'm... I, I wait till something happens, and then I try and uh, explain why and what's going to I thought he'd be there in Cleveland. I still, you know, there was so much over the years, and he was so comfortable in Cleveland that I really thought there was a chance when push came to shove, he might stay there. Uh, and when they, when they got to the finals again, even though obviously they, they, you know, they weren't as competitive as he wanted them to be, uh, I, I thought the combination of being home and the fact that they've owned the East for so long. I mean, if you're going to win a championship, you've got to get to the finals, and it's a lot easier to get to the finals in the East than it is in the West. So uh, I still thought there was a chance. You were hearing so much about L.A., you thought, all right, that's where it's going to be. But uh, it's not going to be easy. I know it's the Lakers. I know, they're, you know there's ways they'll you know, manipulate the cap in the future, and certainly they're going to try everything they can do to get Kawhi right now. But, boy, I'll tell you what. It's a, it's a tougher path to a championship, I still think, in Los Angeles than it was in Cleveland. So I, I guess I'd say I'm, a, I'm mildly surprised. And it seems like he was willing to make this decision not knowing whether Leonard uh, would be there or not. Obviously, he knew when he made the decision that Paul George had decided to stay at Oklahoma City. So it seems like he was willing to do it, uncertain whether he would have another really big-name guy there alongside him so uh, what do you think was the deciding factor for him to to go ahead and and pull the trigger and go to the lakers well it would appear la had more uh magnetism if that's a word to him than i appreciated it you know i understand he's got his outside interests but i mean frankly he's so big i i think i thought he could manage them for everywhere he's obviously more comfortable being closer to all his operations now when you look at you know, the fact that uh, Maverick and, and Rich Paul, his people, are, are going to move out there. Uh, yeah, he's got homes, but you can have homes anywhere. You know, I, I think 
Uh, he's obviously very comfortable in Los Angeles. He certainly has a lot of faith in Magic and Rob Palenka and, and Luke Walton, frankly. And, and I think he's got an enormous amount of confidence in himself that he being there, somebody else will come. If it's not, uh, what's that baseball story? If they, they build yeah, it, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people are going to come. I, there are some people that are uncomfortable playing with LeBron. As great as he is, um, at times, he's not easy to be a teammate uh, to. But I, I think if it's not Kawhi, he thinks it's going to be somebody else in the future. And he, you know, he feels he's good enough. Um, you know, with he, I mean, let's be honest. He's played with some some supporting casts that weren't overly impressive, and he gets to the finals every year. Now I know that was coming out of the East. So uh, I, I one thing I think he really did. He's learned. I mean, if you look at the three announcements, uh, Cleveland to Miami, Miami back to Cleveland, and uh, this one was the smoothest. I think he knew where he was going from when. I don't know, but it seems like it's been a little bit of time now. He knew that's where he was going to go, and he's comfortable. And whether PG was going to be there now or whether Kawhi is going to be there now or in the future, that's where he wanted to be. So um, get ready. It's going to be a different it's a different tier structure in the West, but one and two have not changed. Uh, you know, even if he gets Kawhi right now, and I'm obviously an enormous Kawhi fan, I, I still think they're at best third in the West right now. So it's, it's you know, it's still going to be an uphill battle, but it's certainly going to be a lot more interesting in the West. And if I'm one of those other teams in the East, I'm elated. All of a sudden, uh <laughs> The finals are back in everybody's sights again. Yeah, no question, especially in Boston and Philadelphia, two teams with a lot of good young players that are kind of seem to be uh, rising stars. Why do you think, look, as you said, it looks like still the top two teams for the moment are Golden State and then Houston with Chris Paul and James Harden. Uh, They just signed, re-signed Chris Paul to a maximum deal. So why do you think uh, George decided to go ahead and stay in Oklahoma City. That seemed to be quite a shocker to a lot of people yesterday. Well, I think, first of all, they've done an exceptional job in terms of every other aspect, the way you're treated there, the facilities they have, um, you know, the, the commitment they have to winning. Uh, it, it's, it's as good as, as anywhere else. PG is clearly comfortable playing with Russell, and whether he feels it'll be different with Melo next year or not, I don't know. Uh, I just think, you know, your best opportunity, when people always talk about recruiting guys, you know, and, and attracting free agents, uh, to me, your best opportunity is when he's there with you and he plays for you in the case of Billy Donovan and he lives there and, and he knows his teammates. So he likes it there. He was comfortable there. So they, they did a good job. I don't think it was recruiting. I think it was Oklahoma City sold itself, and that's where PG wanted to be. Or maybe, and, and I don't know, I, I, you know, I just say this as a possibility, maybe he preferred the teammates there than playing with LeBron uh, in Los Angeles. 
Yeah, I mean, clearly, it looks like he's really happy there, obviously, and likes likes the guys there and likes Billy. So the the East obviously is wide open now, as you said, and there's these two you know young up and coming teams between the Celtics and the Seventy Sixers. The Celtics, uh, you have to wonder how good they would have been had they had Hayward all year. Uh, which of those teams going forward do you see as the one likely to take the reign in the East? Well, in my opinion, you have to give Boston a slight edge because of what they've done and how they've done it. I mean, namely without those two guys. Now, having said that, um, they benefit from the fact if, if Gordon doesn't go down, I, I, does Jason Tatum and even Jalen Brown, do they emerge to the level they did this year. Uh, if Kyrie doesn't go down, does Terry Rozier get to the level he got? Now, okay, they did that. Now they bring these other guys in. There's still an element of, hey, uh, it's it's a different team next year. Uh, you you got to like the job Brad's done. So I, I just give Boston a slight edge because they've gone further um, with a little bit less. And the, the guys they're adding, they're adding an all-star and an all-NBA level player so I, I think that gives them an edge over philadelphia i love brett brown the job he's done there's a little bit of uncertainty i think jj reddick is a critical piece for them uh in philadelphia it's going to be interesting to see whether they can attract somebody else but clearly if mb stays healthy if ben simmons continues to improve the way he did this year uh i mean i love that team i love their future but i, I think boston deserves a slight edge because they've been, you know, they've been the defending champ uh, in terms of the regular season, and they've accomplished a little more with a little bit, a little bit less of an established roster compared to what they'll have next year. I think it'd be cool to see it get back to kind of like the old days with the Celtics and the 76ers, and they had so many great games and rivalries uh, back in the day. It would be fun if it, it reaches that point again. Well, let me ask you about. What everyone wants to know here, <laughs> and that's whether or not uh, we'll get a new Sonics team or just any NBA team here in the near future and what's, what's going forth there. I know so you live here. You know all about the Oak Group. You know all about the fact that it's it's going to happen. There's going to be an NHL team here. Uh, they're completely remodeling uh, Key Arena, making it almost double the size of what it is now, and they're doing it in a fashion, as, as they've talked about, as Lewicki talked about, where – all the locker rooms and everything they do is up to date and NBA ready. Everything the NBA would want. So my question to you is, do you foresee within the next, I don't know how many years, that eventually Seattle is going to get another NBA team here? Terry, there's no question in my mind we're going to get another NBA team. The, the, the obvious question is when. Uh, I think Adam Silver and the league uh, – without question, wants a team back here. They never wanted a team to leave in the first place. I mean, I, you know, I, I was coaching the one year I came here with our family. We thought it was going to be minimum three years. I, I don't want to get into the whys. I, I, I really think it was our fault. By our, I mean uh, Seattle, the politicians, us, the people, whatever. The way it was managed, we never should have lost that team, but we did. Um, I, I think the league knows for sure um, that we deserve a team, that we supported this team so well for so long, and I don't think there's any question that's where they want the next franchise to be. Now, to me, I don't see expansion on the horizon right now. Uh, I do think 
whatever team is ready. If we'd had this conversation five years ago, and I'm glad we didn't because I'd have shot my mouth off and said, for sure, we're going to <laughs> we <have> all did. <laughs> Memphis. We're going to have Memphis. We're going to have Milwaukee. We're going to have Sacramento. The next team that moves, we're going to get them. Well, for a lot of different reasons, those teams didn't move. And I, I think there's also a lesson in that for the people in Seattle that, that forget the league doesn't like teams to move, and they didn't like us leaving Seattle when we did. We, we had to cooperate to make that happen. I personally am disappointed because I live in Queen Anne. Yes, we're going to get – there's no question Mr. Lywicki knows what he's doing. I, he and his brother, you know, major league guys. But uh, I wish we had gone to Soto because I think there was a little more room to work with. Either way, we're going to get a world-class arena, and that's great. I just happen to live in Queen Anne, and I dread what Mercer <laughs> is going to be like now uh, with a hockey and a, an NBA team in the future. So I wish from a selfish standpoint, and, and a, I, I think we had more more things going for us had we moved to Soto, but, the, you know, it doesn't matter. Neither of those decisions affect when we're getting a team. We're going to have a world-class facility. We are going to get, I think, the next team in the league. I, I, what I don't feel good about is the when, because I just don't know when that's going to happen. I don't know what franchises are shaky or even contemplating making a move. You know, it, for a while it looked like Milwaukee wasn't going to build a new arena. It looked like Memphis was going to sell to an outside person like happened to us here. And certainly Sacramento, it, you know, it looked like there was no way they were going to get that arena did, done, but they all did. So um, I, I'm just afraid of the when but I'm extremely confident um, that, that we're next and we're going to have a facility, uh, be it Key Arena, it's going to be a world-class facility. It, it'll be able to sustain hockey and basketball in a good way. Um, I, I, just, I can't tell you, Terry, how many people told me when we first moved here, we've lived here for 11 years now, hey, Coach, we used to leave in the third quarter and watch the fourth court, like watch the end of the game at home, because we knew if we took the end of the Traffic. game, we couldn't get out of there. Right. So I'm saying, oh, my God, and, you know, I lived a mile away. All I had to do was drive down to the top of the hill. And, you know, when you're coaching, there's so much going on after a game. It never bothered me, but I listened to so many people complain, and here we are again. We've created the same situation, but it's going to be a new building. It'll be a great building, um, and I, I think that's all good. There's no doubt in my mind it's going to be us. There's a lot of doubt as to when, unfortunately. There's a lot of people with you, including me, who thinks the Soto deal would have been better, uh, a brand-new arena and everything, the Chris Hansen group going, but it didn't turn out that way. Now let's just do whatever we can to make this work out. And now we have this preseason game that's going to happen between Golden State and Sacramento up here uh, in the fall. And I know it doesn't matter that much in the in the grand scheme of things, but I've always felt that I'm going to be there because I want I want everyone to see we still love the NBA despite what happened. I want people to be there with Sonics jersey on. I want them to be rooting to really enjoy it to fill that place up and at least have that one night to be able to say, "See, we all showed up here. We really do care. We really do want this to happen." Is or is that something that you think matters and and uh, something you'd like to see? Something I'd like to see. I can't say that it matters. I, I don't mean it that way, but I, I just think that I, I, Kevin Durant loved playing here, loved living over on Mercer Island, and I can't tell you how many nights I sat 
in the, the practice facility, which is now, of course, replaced by the Gates Foundation, but uh, and heard a ball bouncing at 1 or 2 in the morning, and I knew it was KD. I just hope there's a lot of green and white, 35 jerseys here. Uh, and, you know, I, I would like people to, the, for the message to be, hey, NBA, we loved you when you were here. Um, fine. We're, we're all disappointed. There's still so many people that root against OKC. I'm sure there's a, a bunch that root against KD, but uh, that's not going to matter. We, we need the Sonics back here. Uh, we need NBA basketball back. And frankly, the league needs it too. Tell you, the two worst trades that ever happened in the league were Vancouver for Memphis and yeah. Seattle for OKC, uh, and especially Seattle for OKC. And the league knows that. Uh, you know, Adam and Adam Silver, the commissioner, the people can't say that. But a week doesn't go by, like during the season when I'm doing games, wherever we travel. That an NBA official, that a referee, that a coach, that a player doesn't say, man, we miss coming to Seattle. And uh, not as much as the people here in Seattle miss the NBA, but it's got to happen going forward. And, yeah, it's nice. It's just nice to have an NBA game back here. Hopefully it'll be positive. Hopefully it's not going to be people demonstrating and crying about, you know, all the things that happened. Uh, I, I think we got to look forward. We can't look backwards. I agree. And, by the way, after those uh, comments about uh, the move from uh, Seattle to Oklahoma City, I guarantee you any bar you want to go in and Queen Anne tonight, they're going to be buying you drinks, PJ. <laughs> there's, there's no question about that. They're going to love you for that, as we all know. Listen, we really appreciate you coming on. Great insight, as we knew it would be. Uh, hopefully things work out here uh, sooner than later we'll see what happens on that and it'll be fun to see what happens with lebron james and the lakers thanks so much for joining us today we really appreciate it uh terry great being with you thank you take care that's pj carlesimo he was the final coach for the sonics as most of you probably know and the team left and went to oklahoma city and as you can tell that was not a popular move with pj as it was with 99.9 percent of the it wasn't with 99.9 percent of the people here so it was great to hear his thoughts on that you know jackson one thing about what he said is it seems like he knows there will be a team here in the future but it may take the nba agreeing to have an expansion before that happens because they don't want teams to move and it seems to me that cities in general now when it this has happened so many times i've seen it happen over and over again where a franchise says if you don't build us a new arena we are leaving i mean look at the chargers situation the chargers forever tried to get san diego to agree to build them a new stadium they would never voted in and finally they left and by the way they are all but hated in los angeles you know, I was stunned when I was there to realize how much the people of Los Angeles really dislike the Chargers. 